Welcome to Unsolicited Views, where we talk about topics that you may or may not give a damn about. Well, y'all ready? Yeah, yeah. ready. I'm yeah. starting. We're going to start right here. Oh, go ahead. I want to make sure you Live, get that yeah. shit. We turn to a country I like. Not to a country. I saw what you did. I saw what you did. I saw what you did. You like, that's not even a country. There's hella countries in Africa. I'm over Nigeria. I'm a gentrifier. Gentrifier type nigga. No, he's not even in the continent. Yo. He's, he's like a European African. Y'all talked through the whole intro song. Oh, we did. My oh, bad. Are oh, you ain't still rocking it? Still oh, that was. It was. Oh shit. Give us a cue. Just give a take three. Four or three. Is that us? We on four minutes? Oh my bad. What's good? We back in the episode of Answers to the Views. Four minutes in though. Yeah, we here. Yo. What's good? So we got two special guests. Is is John. Mall Mel, we got Mesa and Juan here. Yeah, yo. You know how I guess? You're a regular. <laughs> oh, yeah. He said my name, yeah. Yeah, he said it, yo. You yeah. missed it, yo. Yeah, yeah Mall. His name is Mall. It's us plus one. <laughs> Damn. All right, so what? <laughs> Make sure you're talking to Mike. Talking to Mike. Y'all can't tell we've been here for a long time before. So, what time this probably going to start, Mel? It was supposed to start at 11. And what time is it? Right. 1246. 1246. We good. We good. Yeah, we'll CP time. You got, what's your mobile hookah business, yo? Because you like, you know, you nice with the shits. You got, like, what is, what's your name of your this business? This shit is, yo? this w- stuff w- is by me like for you. Buy me for you. Nah, we got harsh. That's the first. Babysitting, yo. Look at him. Nah, I'm working on rebranding everything. Oh, for real? Yeah. Rebranding the what? What you doing? As far as the name and as far as, like, the LLC and everything, basically. Okay. Okay. So when that's all solidified, you going to let us know? Yeah, I'm gonna come back. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. appreciate right. you. You gonna be at our events? We gonna hire you? Oh, what about a brand a partnership? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Baltimore yeah. Podcast Studio. Nah, for real. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know we, we look like just, we like niggas that just be chilling in here. No, we actually got customers and yeah, shit. Though. Excuse clients. me. Oh, you told me that earlier. Yeah. I, I, you ain't be, I don't think you believe me. You got the special mic, bro. I did. Yeah. You pay yeah. that. That's not from Amazon. <laughs> nah, it wasn't. They on Amazon now, though, but it, it costs a little bit. It yeah, still costs a little bit. But we back, we back. A shout out to Winnie. Uh, last week we had Winnie on oh, here. Man. She she chopped it up with us. That was the last two episodes because last two. This is yeah, 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 last two. Yeah. Two hours. She, she, we did like two hours with Winnie. Yeah, yeah. two. It was like two and a half, maybe three. It was, it was Winnie Dame. Yeah, it was Wait. good. What was it, living room conversations? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, we just be it getting in here and chilling. Like, I mean, you, you like see this. it? Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, you been here for an hour and a half. I think we drank a little more before we started mm-hmm. out. So what's been good, fellas? What's going man, on? We Check good, it. man. I'm man, good, day, man. Day, dollar, it's been a long weekend for me, you, yo. I'm, I'm about to say, you, be, you on a drinking tour? Huh? You been drinking a lot more? Yeah, I drank Quarantine over for you? I ain't drinking this tour, bike tour. Because he got that Johnson and Johnson. I'm drained. Is it the yeah, I gonna stop joking about J and J. Yo, what what you say? He's uh he got the he got the COVID vaccine, the, jo- the Johnson and Johnson. So oh, what they do? The baby powder. Oh. So what they do? A baby baby so powder. Got some lotion. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson Johnson only good for lotion. Hey, yeah. You are glistening though. My blood. So there you go. Know, they said the uh, baby oil could cause cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, bro, what do you want? And the powder. Poison. You know, and black people ain't going with the Johnson and Johnson. Nah, not Johnson. Nah, Johnson. it's all. Like, it sound like your cousins give you the shot. Oh. Like Johnson and Johnson. We gonna do. We started I'm about to say, he ain't giving the really got John Johnson and Johnson. Yes, yo. bro, I can go make you something better right there. <laughs> hey, JP, what uh, What kind of uh, vaccine you got? What is that? I got the Pfizer. Yo. Oh, you got the Pfizer. Yeah, you got the Pfizer. Yeah, you like like <laughs> on your white fleece. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. not even dirty. <laughs> nah, it's not. You keep it in plastic. I, I, I kind of <laughs> 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 the dry yeah. clean the plastic. Yeah, yeah. I dry clean this shit. 
Hey, yo, but hold up, yo. But uh, isn't it like a credit score to get the Pfizer or something like this? Nah. Is that a level of distinction of who gets what? Nah, the funny thing is, with my job, I did it. I, I, need, I did it for work. I was going to say, you can get it through your... Uh, yeah, your I was drug. in the lobby of my job. We, they came to my well, job. let me tell you this, though. Well, you are... Uh, but it's a class thing, though, too. Even with living. the jobs. The employers, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on your employers determines what vaccine you get. Yeah, healthcare. Healthcare got yeah. Pfizer. Never they give all. Yeah, the you see that class? That's classism. Real shit. I ain't gonna lie. I don't know education. nobody else with Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> I didn't even know they had one. Yo, Melvin, hold on. Yo, Yo Melvin, are you the test? Are you the guinea pig? Johnson yeah. and Johnson. <laughs> hey, I know we joking a lot, yo, but the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. I'm going to go grow a bush next week. I just want to throw it out there. Yeah, come on, grow a bush. You're going to have one of them Leon bushes from hey. Snowfall well, next just, week, yo. Yo, what Johnson and Johnson came back, though? Hey, yo. What did Johnson and Johnson do? Like, now we promote this shit. Don't you now? He said, give me another one. But hold up. Isn't the Johnson and Johnson one of the most recent vaccine? No, so that's what I'm saying. Yo, all jokes aside, yo, the Johnson and Johnson one has been the one that's been testing against these variants. Yeah, I'm going to say, because Pfizer and Moderna have it. Right. That's true. So even though it like I know it says like they 60% told him say or 70%. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's 67. It's 60 or 70%, but it, like nobody died from so it. Nobody died from well, you COVID still got that memory. You yeah, still she, can remember that I shit. Study, yo. Yeah, I see. He, he like, look, I, I knew see. which one I got. Yeah, I got it. Put him in the class. They put him in the class before he started. Not only were they taking the age away, but Johnson and Johnson to take the COVID away. Yeah. But no seriousness though, everybody that like you know went through the COVID. Like my literally my whole family had COVID. Wow. My wife had COVID. <laughs> 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 so everybody, hey, the accent. How <laughs> everybody you ain't touching this shit. We good. We good. So most people had COVID the first wave like April. So you think it just oh. stick with you forever? You COVID, you got the COVID forever? There's a possibility you have some immunity you being got built the, uh, up. What is like bodies? Yeah, I think so. Like chicken I got antibodies plus the shots. So I should be all right, man. I'm out oh, here this summer. You think I hope so. so. I'm, I'm, here. So I'm turning 30 If I leave here, I'm billing you. Don't yeah. yeah. medical bill. Y'all got insurance? But, um, <laughs> I want to talk to our guest. Not like, for this. Yo, Mar, you got anything before we covered. talk to our guest, yo? You got anything? No, nah, I'm here. I'm just happy to be here, yo. Oh, all right, oh, all right. How many times you been here? <laughs> all A lot. We we happy to get more when he can. He got like two Well, y'all do this every week? Every week. Every week. For the last three years. Yeah. Wow! They wow. just celebrated their third year. They're like, "Oh, this is real." This you would think real. these these ain't our friends, right? Yeah, we don't, we don't yeah, know these yeah. guys. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, we don't listen. We don't subscribe. We never heard this shit." Damn! Yeah, we are 140 episodes in. Yeah, all time too, because you got your own. Put the camera on her. I don't like people. I'm a new addition to the crew. She's our producer. She's our producer. She keeps us. She keeps us together. Time checks and all that. Yeah, she dope. She dope. Well, she ain't do a good job. You've been doing a bad job. My job's done. Cut the podcast. Cut the mic. Have that. Cut the mic. I dare you. Nah, you can't do that. She can't do that. I was about to say. Take great care of us. Y'all can joke us. She'll push the button. Oh, we know who the real diddy of this joint. We know who the real diddy is. Shout out to Sid. She's had a birthday too. I'm gonna just keep saying. Yeah, it. but anyway, happy birthday. Yeah, she ain't gonna talk about it. Hey. Look, look, look. She, she it a little bad day. No, she she this was actually the best uh, birthday of my twenty. Because so of us. Because okay. of us. Thank you. We appreciate. <laughs> Thank you. Nah, we we try to shout it up for. We was trying to celebrate it. I was here. Yeah, yeah, we was here for one. What was that? The day okay. of your birthday? Yeah, yeah that Sunday, was the day. Yeah, we took shots. We took shots on camera. Yo, it's really important. I'm not. Y'all don't know who I'm talking to, but she's sitting right. They there. know I'm here. Said, said. <laughs> said. Yo, they know. Nah, it's really important to celebrate yourself. Yo, yeah. life too short for that shit. You gotta really. I celebrate every day. Birthday is the most important thing. Very important. Every day I wake up is like a rebirthday for me. John, John, yours don't count. Yours at the end of the year. What you a December baby? Yeah, December 29th. Damn. Oh, you barely made it. He rolls into the new year. Right. Oh, okay. It's always something to do. 
Everybody, everybody, everybody to do it with. Everybody <laughs> I know that got birthdays around and they celebrate their half birthday because yeah. everybody around. I thought about doing that because I always wanted a cookout for my birthday. Boom! Yeah. Do you? What, what they do with your uh, Christmas gifts? Like they they try to compile them. Shits. So you know, media family get, tries to give both. You know, yeah, that's bullshit. Kid, that's family, bullshit. Yeah, but now it's like, oh no, nah, happy birthday one. and Merry Christmas. Wait, that sucks. So tell us more about yourself, Mason. One, who want to go first? One, you want to talk about yourself, Mason? Okay. Um, <laughs> so currently I work in uh, higher education. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't like long walks. Like, what do you want to know? Nah, just so hi, so hi, you know Melamar. Y'all met oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, boy, HBCU. Met boy. Yeah. They should have yeah. started us off. This Trust episode is really. But he got to make the sweet free song. <laughs> Rub it up. Nah, you good. This episode was really. I, Man, I, that's I, old Navy. I wanted to get. I wanted to get these guys on because all right. So one of uh, one of them is a Q dog. And one of them is a nuke. Yeah, I'm old, bro. That's my uh, And then you got me and Maul as uh, a. <laughs> we got me and Maul as uh, uh, alphas. We've all we all crossed at Bowie, and we were all at Bowie together. The burning sand. So uh, I bought. I wanted. To, we wanted to bring them on just to kind of talk about uh, frat life at Bowie. In general, and then fat, frat life in general, and we also have Sid, who who is a Delta and can kind of Delta State, right? Yeah, speak on some of her experiences as well from, yes. from another standpoint, from <laughs> from a sorority looking in on uh, fraternity. So that's kind of where this episode is supposed to go. I don't know where we gonna end up going, but we'll figure it out. Probably, with probably this, not. How that. do y'all think y'all differ from? Because I I know about white frats too. Oh, how y'all why? think y'all different? I bet. <laughs> right, why? <laughs> <laughs> like Jonathan with the eye. Right. How do y'all think y'all You got a Jonathan with the eye and they still ain't accept you. Right. Right. I ain't trying to get in though. Did you celebrate I'm, February? Like of course. <laughs> Almost doesn't count. I think I'm more, I, I think I'm more blacker than the... I ain't gonna get into it. But anyway, uh, how do y'all... Uh, oh. Oh. Sell, what, what's the difference between you think the white frats and the black frats? Everything. So... Uh, <laughs> That's inclusive. Number one thing is once they graduate college, they tend to like fall off with it, mm-hmm. like all together. Oh wow! Yeah, they pretty much. I don't, I don't even think I mean, they have I'm, grad chapters. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's one. It's like when they do it, it's done. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fucked up. This is life for yeah. us, bro. Like we might joke around and like how we older now and everything, but if if we need homecoming. That's a family, yeah, that's family is, reunion. This is us, okay. right? Like this is our yeah. life at this point. You know what I mean? So, yeah. We wasn't told that when we first <laughs> jumped. <in. laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we got we, you. Like, they got us. They got us. Yeah, yeah. this is life. Yeah. What they get you? Also, in? No, I'm saying as far as so a lot of people have a saying. I don't know about for y'all, but they say it's harder when you when yeah, you absolutely. you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. It's harder on the other side. Oh, okay, okay. Because mm-hmm. you feel me? We what 19? I crossed when I was like 20. Yeah, 21, 21. Yeah, about yeah. 21 when so I So we grew. was young and dumb, bro. Oh, okay. But when you, now it's like you got to portray, not necessarily portray yourself, but mm-hmm. you got to. Represent. Yeah, you got to represent. For um, life. For life. Yeah, yeah, so it's like we're in it. You know what I mean? It's like it's no giving it up. People can like, you, you'll hear about people denouncing their letters and shit like that, but it's like, bro, I, I did too much to get yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never giving this shit up. It's similar to like a family name. Like once you you have that name, you always a representation of that organization. Oh, okay. No, no matter what, even if you don't wear the letters or colors and stuff like that, people recognize you as a person, a representation of that organization. Got it. And it's greater than yourself. But the point I was ready ready to make was the difference between black Greek letter organizations and um, predominantly white organizations yeah. is um, one of the things is the the origins of our organizations. Right. A lot of the reasons why our organizations were established was protection 
and bonding within the PWI situation. Right. Within the yep. predominantly, it was always to advance black people. You know, I love especially it, especially black men. Okay, yeah. well, with us, yeah, but right. for females as well, especially black women. Females. Yeah. Women. Oh. women, can't say females. Say, yeah. No, women. Twenty twenty one. Let's go with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, and we going and we. Are you out here still saying females and shit? Crazy, and I will finish the point. Yeah, go ahead. Let me finish that. <laughs> um, I think that in today's society, we kind of forget our origins of mm-hmm. the reason why it was important for us to build these type of right. organi- social organizations, fraternities, and sororities. It was protection and uh, resistance against um, white supremacy and oppression. So okay. when we have this level of camaraderie and brotherhood, sisterhood, right. it was to support ourselves. Beyond those college years, yeah, and when that was during a time, great community. Uh, so I believe, I'm about to yeah. say, if you really think back, so 1906, 1911, if you think back to what you think was going on back then, oh, yeah, and they were at these prestigious universities, yeah. and right. they trying to, they just trying to survive, survive, literally, literally, life. literally life. Like yeah. slavery just ended like 60 years ago at that point, right? <laughs> like. You know what I'm saying? On paper. Yeah, on paper. On paper. Right. And very right. good point. On, on paper. And I'm about to say, still yeah. I didn't cross. I didn't cross the burning sand, so to speak. Okay. <gasps> but uh, why is it quotes? Because I mean, I wasn't. That was yeah, well, Melvin's got a pop. Yeah, yeah. It's like the third time you did that. Yeah. I like to antagonize you. Let me hear your brand. But what I will say is, put his hand on. He wanted to be down. I did. I did for a little bit. A little bit. I wanted to be. Uh, at first, when I graduated high school, oh. I was gonna go to Lincoln and I was gonna be at uh, Kappa. Oh, I got that white oh, 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 I could be an alpha here. I was I was getting close, but then I was like, I ain't going to school no more. Oh, no wonder you're a GDI. You just don't know where oh, you are. Yeah. You said hot. Yeah. You said hot. But I ain't never going to say He said alpha at Calvin. He never said anything to me. Never said anything. Yo. Wow. I think I was going to get on my own merit, though. No offense. I'd like to do shit on my own merit. I don't want to. He probably like, be. man, I put him out of church that day. He <laughs> yeah, that, bro. I don't want. <laughs> That's funny <laughs> shit. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Fuck that nigga. But like, but that's one thing I liked about frats and sororities because I, I about to say the the history and kind of what made them what they are is based off of like some of our black leaders, some of our most prominent majority. black figures. A majority. majority. All of them. Almost. I said that when we first walked in, y'all. If you really think about it, it's all of the lead, no, big black fact. leaders, entertainers, are in yeah. one of these organizations. Yeah. yeah. Now I I, I love that. And I, corporate I, executives. They all have a uh, have experiences even at HBCU or um, a black letter yeah. organization. I was about to say because I think also it makes an impact. I think what happens is a lot of times with just like with anything the black people do somewhere along the line politics and whitewashing gets involved and i think because we were very like black greek organizations were a lot stronger during the civil rights and then what happens is once they started to like figure out the power was in numbers they kind of figured out a way to cripple us and what happened they said all right we're going to threaten your status if we I call if it integration say it again what cripple is integration that, yeah. that too Go and talk about that A lot of people say We should have stayed segregated I, I appreciate yeah. I think so too And my stance is like We should have actually Focused more on the equal part yes. Not the separated exactly. part Yeah It was yeah, nothing wrong With being separate As long as we were it's, equal As long as we were yeah. equal and Nobody else wants I'm about to say other I'm about to say other ethnicities Come to America And they stay separated Thanks. Yeah And it, they thrive Because of the separation Because they, they can bring, bring Their community yeah, yeah, they they bring A lot of them chose to come here though Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's that cruise <laughs> 
So that's yeah. where I kind of yeah, 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 all the was free drink package everywhere. Right. No. And what? No, not enough drinks. Go get in shape. What the separation was built on is is fucked up for me. Yeah. The separation was built on because we came over as yeah we came over as as property. Mm-hmm. So like to separate us now because of that, I think that's that's why I had a problem with it. But I, I do understand we should have focused on I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Do you we think focus on it? But I think it's a way to do both. It should have been a way to both. I don't know what the Do you think now. deep down inside a lot of black people and I'm saying this because of like a lot of Greek organizations and a lot of black people that aspire to you know, be successful, is success based off of being accepted by white people? Um, I'm not hmm. understanding your question. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel as though people which <laughs> except yeah, by white people do you think that was what a like success that's the key like we, oh, think like we made it whiteness is the uh, standard of success yeah do you think that I think that's I the, don't I think that's where we actually fall at when we had whiteness as the standard that's when we will fall it's like if you study the values of ethnicities the difference right. um, in a European value system the white male is always at the top of it yeah. But in the non-colonized version of um, African and African Americans is we all based on relations. So that's why you see um, your mom, your grandmother. We always refer to the relations to our environment. Right. So inside the European cultures, like whiteness, white maleness is actually the the standard of success. So as a black male, we can never achieve white maleness. Right. So yeah. we can never really actually reach that level of success. So until we remove ourselves of seeing that perception of uh, success, of being that white male right. value, we will never see the same I level of success. My, I agree with you, but my question to it would be, what? how do we do that when all we know, all we've seen is success on that white level? Mm. We haven't fully seen the, the black success. I mean, we have successful black people, but... I don't think a lot of us are Sustained. on that level. Generation yeah. after generation. And that's what we're trying to get to that. But yeah, you see, you, that was yeah. that was that was the point. That's why I said that integration was a detriment of the black culture yeah. because before integration, inside that one block, we had a sense of community and neighborhood. Where inside the neighborhood, you had the black lawyer, the black dentist, the black doctor, yeah, um, the black true. store owner, and stuff like that. So I saw a version of myself inside the society exactly. people yeah. in the community. Once integration happened, we adopted this belief that the white was always white because they had access to higher quality and uh, of opportunity. So we fled that's, to those um, to those institutions and settings in hopes that we can achieve this. But we uh, we I, the one one thing that I always say that once the hood once once the hood was no good, we left it. You know, it was like yeah. because we left, the hood is no longer good. And that was, that was a piece that was missing. So, and like, if you go to like uh, a country, a country in the continent of Africa, they have representation of black success. You, you see, see, I did that. I dig these. I like, I I like that. that. I like, you know, that was for JD with we'll no eye. Let me turn it to JB. The <laughs> JB with no eye. He called the country earlier. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> like, it's just, so for for us, what we need to do is go back inside our communities and show them a positive representation of black success, mm-hmm. and that's how we can. Start to reverse. How do, how do we as uh, fraternities uh, mm. take the lead on that? I think that's a tough question. I don't because I don't know the answer. But I think that's that's what that's what needs. That's to what some of we my disdain has come with fraternities and like disdain? a lot of black. Damn. Yeah, because Shh. okay. So a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. So how I see it is basically like when we joined the fraternity, we were nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Right. We've been in it for some years now. You feel me? So it's kind of like it's 
not necessarily the same thing because all all our fraternities i can speak for everybody it's totally different the landscape is totally different now big time but the thing is I don't want to say we fell off, but it's kind of like you look at us now, bro. You you wouldn't know unless we said it or unless you seen our colors or something that represents right. our fraternity. You got to talk to you for a minute. Yeah, so it, it's kind of like one of those things where we not necessarily detach ourselves from it, but it's kind of like oh, we've been there, like like we we've been doing this for so long, mm. and I feel like I feel like a lot of traditions are lo- are mm. lost mm. now. Like as far as what a generation of that shit. Yeah, so what yeah. happens? We we generations in front of us. We're so traditional, and I think we try to fight tradition, but traditions had their place. So, and I think traditions also bring, uh, I'm about to say, it's, some, it's, it's a fine sense of history attached to these traditions. Yeah. I think we can't dismantle all of them. I think some traditions we should hold on to. Yeah. Because so, I think. But I've, I'm going to take it down to like the, uh, all right, so pledging versus hazing, right? I think that was the biggest thing, right? So now I think it's more so hazing, right? I think we got to go to something. Ple- pledging is making sure that you break somebody down to build them right back up yeah and, and I we think, learn things like, yeah we like so much. i think that's yeah. the difference yeah. when we were yeah. when we were back then and doing that you'd be I like got, some people would say like you'll probably come in and say yo that's just stupid but if you really think about it, especially i know it's it, it's hard going through the shit but if you think when, when we look back at it right and it's like damn they did this but then they did this so let me and ask now you a question. it helped me to hey, get through uh, life hey, now did y'all had to learn them founders without flashcards Huh? What? Flashcards. How the fuck did y'all learn them shit? So y'all, y'all know flashcards. Y'all just had to do all, all, all my. How you learn your alphabets? Right. How you learn repetition? You you learn your alphabets from flashcards. Yeah, yeah, you, flash you ain't just sing the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't know the song until you. He definitely had an IEP. He had a teacher's ass. They don't even call it a teacher's ass. This guy's good. My mother is a special education teacher. Like, nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. My mom is. My mom works with IEPs. But um, nah. That's why you ain't need one. But like, how did y'all in house one? I guess she pushed them through. She pushed them through. Oh, that's how you got through. Ritual involvement matters. I think got hiders. Yeah, yeah. Ritual involvement matters. We with you, JD. That was all of my dad. He just didn't know how to spell it. I change his name every time if you listen. JD. Yeah, I see. Hold on. But it's funny. We bump into a topic that I joke about a lot of times with a lot of people because I always call myself a hybrid type of individual. This is why. Because I, I was around a lot of white PC people. version of Oreo. We we'll keep going. I like. <laughs> yeah, no real shit though. He dressed like an Oreo. I appreciate it. <laughs> that's why. Oh, that's why his blackness is inside his fleece. Inside I the fleece. I get it. I'm dead. I get it. <laughs> got black shirt. We got black. He made sure it wasn't a white shirt. He, look, he said I'm black and inside, white and outside. My you ain't want to take good. that white fleece <laughs> off, brother. Jesus. Jesus. I ain't gonna lie. That that really just fucked me up. <laughs> yeah. You hide see, that's black. The, see, that's the difference. I'm gonna bring us around full circle. Because that's the difference between um like like. Mel just me? was like mentioning uh, pleasure versus hazing. I say uh, discipline and teaching, mm. oh. and mm. and inside that process, a lot of times in current culture of our organizations, they are focusing a lot more on discipline without teaching. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I yeah. can see here, yep. like I agree. A, a, a teach you like each one of the lessons. Um, going through my membership intake. Was a really great experience for life. I like what y'all call that. <laughs> it for was membership oh, That's what it is. That's what it is. You got it, bro. That's a certain thing you like it. There's certain things that that's what it is. Edit inside you. Um, I'm gonna just give you three things that um, that stay out to me. Stands out to this day. Altruism. Altruism is a selfless welfare concern for others. So mm-hmm. always put other people's concern before yourself. Exactly. Always community service doing that. The other side of it is. Achieving in every field of human endeavor, you know, and so it's like I gotta achieve, not just because I I need to achieve for my individual success, but my community depends upon it. Then the third the third version of it is that collective 
version of responsibility so that we have this thing where you can never leave your el- your line brother alone and i want to just give you a whole historical uh, reference to that because during the time in which our organizations were created that was they were suffering from racist attacks and lynchings and stuff like Big that. Shit. so we yeah. cannot leave each other alone and to this day despite our fraternity difference but i could guarantee you the guys that you see upon us right now we still make sure we, we protect each other. We make yeah. sure that we good no matter what. No matter what. So when we out, you all right, you straight, you good. Yeah. So me and this man is yeah. a level of brotherhood and responsibility for each other. So like that was might, the thing. That we might joke and be like, yo, alpha better than Q, Q <laughs> yeah. better than Q. We might joke all that. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, I mean, I'm <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, yeah. not GDI. <laughs> but in general, like he said, yo, GDP at the end of the day, oh, these are our brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that. At the end of the day, for real. I do believe We went through the same shit, to, uh, and like everything that he said is what we got out of our process. And I guarantee Mesa can say the same thing. And to piggyback off what Mesa said earlier to answer Melvin's question, and Juan touched on it real briefly, community service. Like We came in at 19, 20, 21 years old. One of the biggest things we could do was give back to the community. A lot of our community service like revolved around going like the high schools, middle schools, elementary schools to see so the younger black kids can see us like oh see the examples young, of black see, success see, yeah examples of black success and again like he said <laughs> as we get older we fell off but that's because as we set the this trend of stand of community yeah, service we it, gave right. it back to our, to people that came in yeah. behind us right now right okay. Yeah, I ain't uh, like that. Okay, what you mean by okay? Yeah, I say, okay. <laughs> I'm stuck yeah. on that okay and okay. that Dane, okay. that Dane part. We got him here. Yo, family reunion, nah. snuff this. Yo, <laughs> and you know we gonna be in the car too. Take this nigga in the back. Right. Right. Like, did you do it yet? I got it. With how you even before you can join the fraternity, you decide to go to college. Why did y'all all decide to go to college? So college for me. So here's the thing about college, and I think this. Like, I, I, I got this, like, perspective on it probably in the last few years. If you think about, like, our age range, right, The our parents growing up, the number one thing was get your education, get mm-hmm. your education. Mm-hmm. Like I told you earlier, college is not th- the main thing no more. No, nah, it's not. Being articulate, being able, you mm-hmm. know, to, to carry yourself. It's important. And things like that in the society, yes, but. It's people out here that never went to college and it's probably making on, six figures. Yeah, money wise, uh, intellectual wise, yeah, we might be the same and everything. We don't spend five years it's like a going to college because our parents. I know for me, my mother's a, was a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, she oh, pushed big that. I'm yeah, sure she, she pushed, pushed that, that on me. Oh, you got to go to college. So honestly, I went to college for my mother. Like, of course, I played. I was on. I was on the football team. <laughs> but, yeah. but that was just because that's what I like. You know what I mean? But it was. You think it was the best thing for you in hindsight? I think it was for a sense that it taught me how to not. Well, yeah, to adapt. Like it, it taught me how to be versatile as far as like all oh, situations. Wow. But a lot of people learned that later. We just got that at a younger age. You know, so. Mm. As far as being able to carry ourselves in different environments and things like that, white America, things like that, we know how to carry ourselves at this point. But as far as changing us necessarily, a bachelor's degree is a bachelor's degree now. It, it really it's a high school. Yeah, yeah, it really I mean, doesn't now. hold the same weight as when our parents was coming through. Everybody so that's why you see most most black men or or black people in general that went to college they. Further their education yeah, as far it, as to a master's. master's. Nowadays, it's, it's like, oh, you got a master's. Only thing that's going to bump you up, maybe 10 more. Couple of yeah, yeah. yeah, That's but it. Most people don't even know. Most people don't even know. But it wasn't until like 2005 where a high school educator, um, excuse me, 
a college degree, a bachelor's degree started to be devalued once blacks started to increase yep. their higher education. Yeah. And that's when, if you notice, this policy, I'm, uh, I got a master's of public policy. Because policy okay. really We big. learned something. Plug. Okay. okay. Yeah. okay. Oh, so so policy, policy actually changed. <laughs> whereas though um, high school, uh, excuse me, higher education uh, loans was no longer able to be bankrupt. They could, not, they, they could no longer be erased. It's because when we, as black people, start to increase obtaining higher education, it was no longer able Fuck to be no. erased from uh, our thing. Yeah. So just let it go. Well, you, so you even got to think about credit scores didn't exist until 89. Yeah. Those are a new concept yeah. for us. Our, a lot of countries our don't parents, even have credit. when they were our age, credit they, scores, they wasn't thinking about credit scores. They got them after they started you know, having that, us. That's so funny because I was in the Uber the other day and I had this Indian uh, Muslim. Well, got, got he got was my bike. driver. Yo. Yeah, no, he had just got a new car. He said he's trying to make, he's basically saving up for a new house. Okay. And he was like, we did, they, you got to so, do it so different over here. You yeah. got you to have a credit score. You got to have right. a down payment and all that. Mm-hmm. Over so, there, got I the just, money, you got I'm the basically money. So like, yo, show. If, yeah. the, if the house worth $100,000, I come up with money. And that, the house is worth a hundred thousand dollars. Period. It ain't the market. It ain't no. Right. The house is worth a hundred thousand dollars. I save all money. I get in there. If I sell it, whatever is left of that hundred thousand dollars, that's what I get. We split it, and boom. I'm like, yo, that's different. That's what we do. It's so different. It ain't about credit. Credit, I think, kind of fucked us up. Credit. I, I mean, they created it too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they realized worked. we started achieving more. They like, oh, let me add. It's also taxes. the residuals of a free market economy. Yeah. 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 I used to. Um, no, yeah. chat. No, you don't think chat? so? Why not? No, not no, no, I really want to read everybody. Go ahead. So to actually understand the historical nature of like the credit score uh-huh. system, that's a Western Americanized thing mm-hmm. because you're buying something based off future projections. Mm-hmm. That's not real. You can't even earn it. You know. But what you're trying to do is. Providing uh, a privileged group a uh, competitive advantage. Right. So right now there are certain people who are instantly born with more points. Right. You look True. at it. You, I'm gonna I'm just break some things down. The, com- uh, the composition of what contribute to a credit score: um, employment history, longevity, household stability, uh, uh, being stable inside the house. Type of employment too. Type yeah. of yeah, employment. Type of employment. So How much all the make? things that work against yeah. us. Naturally, since we are a culture who are historically locked out redlining, which is another policy that started in Baltimore City around the 1920s that actually kept black people out. So you got to understand these things. They were actually constructed in response to the progression of black people exactly. right. when black people would became out. of So if you really want to study progression of black people, go to re- um, reconstruction. So reconstruction, the black uh, black Americans was far more advanced economically because they had the skills that were in demand that normal white people could not have those skills because they was trying to be the managers and overseers. They didn't want to touch mm-hmm. the, they so give them the, yeah, they, they, they want wasn't the in demand. Yeah. So they had to create these things that put them at advantage. They gave the policies that gave them land ownership right, and stuff sure. like that until this day they see and reap benefits from that you so can't go talk, back and get that yeah, yeah, so yeah they, they, they're getting it so we talk about this pull yourself about a bootstrap in these welfare states um native white americans actually benefit from it so now with a credit uh system establish them mm. they reward them based on that natural um well their societal advances and they get an instant uh, credit. Most black people we deal with cash. We deal with cash. If you don't, if you don't got it, you can't buy it. You I, never, I never had a credit card to this day. Really? Yeah, never still. had a credit card. Still. 
Never had a credit card. Because we was taught different. Yeah. 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 I pay cash everything cash with cash. Cash, yeah. cash is yeah. king. Yeah. That's I mean, if you do have the cash, you don't need yeah. credit. But then when yeah. it goes I mean, to buy a house, when, it, when it's time to buy a house, you know, <laughs> like, where your credit history you, at? You, you don't have no yeah. debt. You don't have nothing. Right. So you good, I just right? Got my student but when you go to buy a house, it's almost worse that you don't have. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Unless you're paying for the house flat out. so fucked up. I heard so much. It was like, you don't have bad credit. Oh, no. You don't have no credit. You got to have debt. It's not bad credit. Right. So so, what, what is it? What is it? But I got it. Just exists, yeah. <laughs> the credit system is no longer. It's, it's it's nothing different than sharecropping. Mm. So as long as I it's they sophisticated are, sharecropping, they, I abolish slavery. Damn, I ain't so now you never you never really own it. So all the people are saying like, yeah, I'm a homeowner, you but you then you missed two, two, two to three payments. <laughs> you gone. You gone. You out. The bank yeah, is saying like, that's my house, and the bank actually get penalized for holding. Homes on that balance sheet by December, so they go ahead and foreclose it mm-hmm. and set it out. So it's like the system sure is rigged against you, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do we do to fight against the system that's rigged against us, though? So nowadays, a lot of black people are finding loopholes, like where. Yep. So you say, what do we f- use to fight against? Yeah. It? It's our education. We educate ourselves at this point. Okay. Like if I don't know if you're familiar with the story in Texas, a guy, um, it was a mansion that it was uh for- foreclosed and. I don't know the exact law, Squatters. so I don't want to speak on speak on it. But yeah, he became a squatter and he paid sixteen dollars yep. for the mansion. He didn't have no lights or anything, but he paid sixteen dollars, and mm. all his neighbors were predominantly white, and they were upset at that. Keep the money. But the thing is, Texas have a law. I'm not. I won't speak on it because I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. The parts of it, but long story longer, he. He was able to. He had to stay into in the house for like eight months. Then it was his. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I yeah, right. That exists for sixteen dollars a month. That exists in Maryland. I know somebody I, I that did it. Okay, really? like, if the owner don't come out, no, like, no, it's a mansion I saw. So yeah, yeah. so like, like, got some good houses. It's like yeah. That. So what we did <laughs> was we educated say, ourselves at? at that point. You feel me? So the thing is, I touch on like when you was like, is is college necessary? No, yeah. education is necessary. in any way, shape, or form. Any way, any way, shape, or form, illegally. Legally, long you learn things, you get in the way. Yeah, yeah. As long as yeah. you can show that you have that knowledge. Yeah. So let me ask y'all a question. So y'all both, you from East Baltimore too, or you just from East Baltimore? He okay. said earlier. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I remember that. So let me ask y'all a question. So y'all went there and y'all went to Bowie, get dropped in the middle of nowhere. Essentially, if you're from Baltimore, you go to Bowie. You like, yo, where the fuck? Well, I'm yeah. Going? Look, so so how did well, that talk about that process? So me going to college, I was supposed to go to Bethune Cookman. Okay, you know, in high school, you talked to me. I was going to the NFL, so and, and uh, I applied to Bethune Cookman. I got in off of my my high school um, name, and also I got in off of my education, as far as like my grades and things like that. Okay, but I didn't get money for uh, football or anything like that, so it was more expensive for out of state. I didn't apply for no in-state schools. Mm-hmm. I did the little system of Maryland application. I got accepted to Cop and Morgan. Uh, without even like oh, applying to and them, that's too close so <laughs> right exactly so one day something told me like go to church right so i went to church it was a family friend at my church said you ever thought about boy i said boy, i thought he was talking about boise i said the, the school with bluefield every time you said bsu oh boy so it is it's like one of those things where i i stumble upon uh oh damn you feel me i was going i was about to join the Marines Fresh out of high school I'm gonna I say my story Somewhere yeah, to his I was gonna join uh, Yeah but Not I So it's like one of those things Once you're in it Same thing Bring it back full circle With fraternities Once you're in it It's kind of like mm-hmm. Oh okay So once I Once yeah, yeah. I went to Bowie It's kind of like 
these are my people. Like I always want to be with my people. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be educated by my people. You know, so I I did both sides of the spectrum. I went to Bowie for undergrad. I went to Maryland for um grad. Yeah, for grads. And I worked at Maryland, so it's kind of like. I saw the difference, I, and I have line brothers that crossed that uh, Maryland as well, and I could just see the and I could just see the difference. difference. We was raised in the same city. Went to I have a line brother. Me and him went to the same high school. Yeah, but I could different. just see the difference in mm-hmm. how we were educated. Yeah, what do you want? I want to go into like our upbringing in That's college. What I talk yeah, about. yeah, yeah. talk get, about that shit. I want to get into it, right? Like, so I'm not gonna talk like, about mine. Y'all talk about yours, though. Baltimore City. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we all probably different from different parts of Baltimore. I'm from the T, and, and and we got different families. <laughs> this nigga. Yeah, nobody knows the T is. Y'all don't the know the T is, right? Dun dog. He's talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about Towson. Is that like shade? He's talking about Towson. Oh, they don't call that the T. nobody. What high school you went to? Black Raven. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> say no more. Academics was nah, great. I was but, gonna say Mount Saint John. <laughs> Damn, that would have worked. That would have been that would work. Calvin Hall. That makes sense. That would have made. Too many dicks. Too many dicks. We love them, but not that much right yeah. now. It's nah, all good. But I just want to see how your upbringing. See how your black brothers do you though. Like I'm listening. Go ahead, Mason. I think you said something about yeah. You kind of why you went, but I really want to know how your upbringing had. What was your outlook of college when you got to college and looking back at the your neighborhood? Y'all was talking about. I don't know. Okay. I'm still waiting on that shit. We ain't telling no story. I need to hear this shit. Your upbringing. Yeah. So y'all y'all get the question though. Y'all get. I'm just trying to. Your upbringing and how you, how you got to you. college and how did it impact you matriculating through college? Matriculating, that's like my favorite word right there, matriculation. I, I love, oh, it. I love when I can get that word in there. Yo. Yeah, I love like, it. You do yeah, like matriculation. Do, do that's like your shit. You want me go or you want to go? You go ahead. So, um, so for me, I am kind of the opposite of a lot of the conversations that was already being had. Um, college was never an option. Education wasn't Shout even... Education wasn't even really promoted as much inside my house. Okay. Um, my so mom, you're first generation. I'm a first generation college okay. student, college graduate. Um, in my house, my mom didn't graduate from high school. Oh, wow. Uh, my mom was a, a teen parent, and she was a hustler. A, a hustler in the sense of, like, I got to provide for my children I, I hear no you. matter what. Um, my dad probably, more likely probably was closer to finishing high school. Um, but inside my immediate household, education wasn't promoted. Did so you feel pressure because of that? Or you just kind of just was like, it, the, the bar was low. What did you feel? Um, we still feel pressure. Yeah. yeah oh, definitely. yeah. yeah Even definitely. now, yeah. Like, yeah. So we got to make it. You don't want to win the school. Yeah. You don't want to win the school. We got to make it. Like, go, okay. going by eight years old, I delivered my first eulogy at seven years old. And I was um, being corned. I was the appointed leader of my family. They used to call me old man. So at that time, it's like, we used to see. The oldest male child being killed by gun violence every three years. So every time there was a male child was killed, I was the one delivering some of their eulogies and speaking at their funerals. Um, so I had this level of pressure right. early on. And um, from from that thing, about time I was like at like high school, we was very transient. Like we were facing eviction. We at houses and houses, stuff like that. So I never really had that longstanding, um, not only education side but those childhood friends um i was mm. like every time i go in there so it wasn't to high school that was like yo i want to have that experience that i hear and see on tv like having the same friends throughout their um academic I, experience I hear, I hear. and i learned that school was my outlet 
there's certain things that I was exposed to um, in an environment that when I went to school, it was a safe haven. And safer than like being at home in your neighborhood. You being yeah. at home in my neighborhood. Okay. By the time uh, it was my senior year in high school, um, mind you, I'm the one inside my house who's like waking my little sister up and, and uh, making sure they go to school. So I'm putting a lot of pressure on to pursue education because then I saw I saw education as the tool to liberate my family and bring a level of success. That was the only thing that brought me in there. So I went to Mervo studying uh, carpentry and cabinet making. And um, I, my my ambitions before my incident uh, in senior year was own a home improvement company, be the owner, been a, a CEO. I started my entrepreneurial journey at like 12 and 13, starting a car wash, and I was hiring my friends. But going into my senior year of high school, yeah. I was robbed and shot in my head. And that experience pretty much catapulted my whole life. Shit. Trajectory. I, I reckon it would. Um, <laughs> that shit's deep. But That's deep. by me growing up in that environment, I still didn't have the ambitions to go to college. So you saying that experience you thought it didn't push you like you thought it would? It, the, the, it didn't push me in the same sense that you would naturally anybody would think it would. Right. Um, me to pursue college, it was to bring my mom, my grandmother a sense of peace that mm. that, that I will not be killed Get you out in the, the way. streets. Yeah. No, it was to bring peace to them. Just oh, clear, not to bring, not a better way. Because when you grow up in in these environments, you find yourself being a martyr. You don't really care about what happens to you, but you think about your family and the way we was raised. Mm. Family is first on everything. Right. So, if this would bring my family a level of peace of mind, I get out of here. So, I actually started to see college as an option. Another ego plug was with some of the guys I thought I was smaller than already was smaller than they started just flexed out their accept college acceptance letter. And I was like, man, this guy, I know I could get, I could get in school if this guy get in it. So it really was like a joke. Um, <laughs> so oh shit, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, it was a joke. And it was like in our guidance council office, you had all these schools and everybody named who got accepted to that. So my, I'm a real popular guy and stuff like that. So you got to see the one Patterson name on it. So I started to apply to all these different places, and I got accepted. To every university um, I applied to, but I never really thought beyond application process, and um, I didn't have that at home support to really push me. Right. Um, But I seen that uh, the level of stress that was given to my parents. I mean, my my mom, my grandma, and I'm like, yo, I gotta get out of here. So, did you think the trajectory? If you didn't go to college, what trajectory do you think you would have been on? I mean, (laughs) the majority of my friends are majority of my friends. I'm the last one left. Of all of my friends, Fuck. they are literally our age range. Data in jail. Data in jail. That's oh, and, and the third range are actually a addicts. I get you. You yeah. know, so this is addicts our age. <laughs> That's some scary yeah, shit. Yeah. I get you though. So I went off to college to actually study um, what contributes to youth violence and aggression. So to answer your earlier question off camera was um, what I study at my undergraduate level was psychology. Okay, I wanted to see what contributes <laughs> that makes to. Sense. These things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a behavior science. I study yeah. people. Read, read you like know. a book. My wife studies he read John psychology. She's been doing that shit. Yeah, if I do it all over, I do psychology. He read the nigga <laughs> whole life before, like, was before we started recording, yo. <laughs> yeah, you you were around whites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Finish this shit. Go ahead. Yeah, so boring. So, um, so growing up for me, I uh, I went to Bowie. Another thing is you can hear the patterns in it. Family's a centerpiece of my values, and. Um, 
I accepted Bowie because it was close enough to get to my family, but then far enough to be away from the city. Yeah, I feel and that's why I went to Bowie. You can't just find that shit. Yeah. You can't stumble on Bowie. Most of, most of the time, with the way the, uh, the neighbors, we, we, excuse me, that I grew up in, majority of the people never leave an eight block radius. The corner. Fuck. We never, they never leave. So that was my first time leaving Baltimore. My family never even visited me the whole time I At was Bowie, in college. Really? It was one time when I was actually uh, graduating. My only family came up for games. I think that's <laughs> I, I think that's lost on some people, man. And that's why I always talk yeah. about college, man. But look. Like, yo, leaving Baltimore, you think that's 35 minutes away. Yeah. And they ain't never yeah. been. And that's still yeah. in Maryland. To this day, people are like, oh, we not driving out Bowie. We not driving yeah, this. Yeah, we driving yo. out Bowie. What? That was one, that, D.C.? We not driving to D.C.? That was one of my... D.C. is a night trip to get drunk and come back. Yeah. 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 A lot of people don't realize <laughs> that. Yeah. A lot of people as, don't as realize kid, Yeah, you don't, you don't realize college West Baltimore to East Baltimore is about the same. Same house. Yeah. I'm crazy about the West. That's why I don't travel to East. That's it. I'll go to D.C. before I go to East Baltimore. It's take it to East Baltimore. Yeah. Know the Parkway Coast. I, I want to cut your story off. Yeah. That, that's is amazing what you're saying. Go ahead. I mean, I mean, we we kind of like we we yeah. touched on a lot of those the different moments, and I will bring it back down to the um, fraternities and organizations. Um, Mason, Jonathan Mason, will, will tell you. Mason. <laughs> <laughs> um, and majority of people that know me before I um, I joined my my fraternity capital fraternity incorporated, um, I did not have aspirations of joining a fraternity. Most people were surprised when they found out that I joined it. Um, and uh, some of the, the reasons why I, I did it was because I wanted to add another layer of who I was. And college actually gives you a level of self-discovery. It's like you start to learn. It's a safe haven. The people who know me back in the city and back in Baltimore compared to Bowie, um, they see the level of reinvention. It was like, oh. They heard about my. I never shared my story, so if it was it was whispered about. So it was like if you know, you know. If mm-hmm. you you don't know, you don't know. And if you know, you you whisper. You don't talk about. It. Mm-hmm. You know. So it was never a bragging right for me. So when I went to join my fraternity, like hey, this is another layer. I'm ready to go to the gentleman another side of it. And if I wanted to join a, so that was my piece. So it was like oh, it was just cool. discipline and effing the person up. I ain't got to do it. I could go back to Baltimore where everybody's from. And I know that's who's no in gas. That's, 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 that's no I'm shit. not joining somebody willingly to get my tail whipped and none yeah. of stuff like that. So those are the pieces that um, saw to me. So when I joined, I actually showed that that was a level of community service commitment that people need to go with. And that's my... Uh, that's I'm real. A, I'm going to clip it there to give us some more time. Like, what you got, Mason? Um, so... My family uh, matriculated uh, from uh, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, I love so it. My what part of North Carolina, though? Greenville. Greenville, North Carolina. Oh, country, country. Yeah. So I say that to touch on the point where I say college was pushed on me by my parents, you know, mm-hmm. by my mother, essentially. And um thing is, my grandmother never went to college. My mother and media family, my mother was the only one to um, finish college, you know? Prosper. But the thing is, my grandmother is very smart. Um, my father was very smart. My father actually went to the same high school as me. Um, well, I went to the same high school as when Baltimore City College. Oh, you in the city? Yeah. Oh, you used to dust on these niggas. We did beat them. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. No, I was not when I was there. Yeah. Not when oh, I was you there. graduated year before me. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's only you only good as your last me. game. You only good as oh, your right. last game. I we went won. to Maryville. And that's Mergenthal. Mergenthal. What's up? I don't know to say that. The big ass speakers on the front of the school. It's a long ass name, yeah. It's definitely a long name. What is it? Mergenthal Vocational Tech. Yeah. Senior high school. I never say my school's full name either. 
Washington we used to beat our uh, city college kids. So just like you know, we went to <laughs> yeah, the you city. Yeah, back for that. Oh yeah, I was real close. It's like yeah, we were real close. Walking distance on the bus stop. It was a lot. Mason was probably one of the kids that actually got picked up from school. He, <laughs> probably, he probably didn't even use 22, bro. Quarter 22 back over West Tamando. Yeah, that's definitely hood. <laughs> oh, all right. It's but no, so, uh, so my mother always said, like um, <laughs> yellow. My mother was always like, uh, uh, go to college, go to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She pushed that on. So me. she was a school teacher? Yeah. So the thing is, she actually told that Merva. Uh, the thing is, that's all I knew. You know? Okay. Like how, how I say nowadays is like people are making it without college. I wish I had just known to go get certifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Wouldn't have the debt, for one. That's yes. the number one thing. Fuck debt. And when I, I would have had the skill set that I needed for that is that job. Like, yeah. how many times we catered uh, um, resume for the job we were applying for? All yeah. the time. Right. Like right. I would have applied for exactly what I had my certs in. Right. You know I mean? So, I feel like... So, so moving, moving forward... Um, she pushed me to go to college. She graduated from college. I was born. Like, I, I remember sitting in her class mm-hmm. and getting put out because I was making too much noise. Mm. So it's kind of like one that. of those things where <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things where that's all I knew to go to college. So um, I that's gave you a story about um, how I didn't know about Bowie. I got the Bowie. And it's kind of like when, when I joined a fraternity, it's kind of like I was just thrown into it at that point. It was, so it was like I'm here now. So it's like. Oh, this is what it is. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah. Of course, we had to go to class, but the class wasn't. Tri- you, was, you was already smart. So you was yeah, like, the class was school just school. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah school, exactly. School. It was just something to, uh, that we. That it was I, a continuation of high school for you. Right. And I <laughs> felt like I had to do it because my mother wanted me to do it. So it was like, I'm the only child, both sides. So it was oh, like. Oh, shit. Yeah. So it was like, I'm going to do it, you know? So um, when I joined a fraternity, I was thrown into that as well. Like, I didn't know anything. Yeah, make a South Five Attorney Incorporated. It's um, just funny the similarities I've yeah. seen. Like, I actually have <laughs> an aunt that's a Delta, and they asked me in a meeting. It was like, "Oh, uh, what you know about the fraternity?" I said, "Y'all sisters are the <laughs> Deltas," <laughs> and they said, "Delta what?" I didn't know Sigma Theta. Jesus, Christ. <laughs> I just said Delta. Uh, Delta, nigga. Like <laughs> you know, <Delta>. triangle, <laughs> right. triangle. You know what I meant? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like I've. Experienced a lot of things because I was thrown thrown into it. Yeah, and then when I got there, it's kind of like, okay, this is what it is. Uh, this is why I want to finish college. This is why I want to join the fraternity. So I about to say, well, I'm from over east. You from over west? What yeah. neighborhood you grow up in? Um, Park Heights area, Dofield Park Heights area. Oh, okay, using the yeah. trenches. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you call everything the trenches. Tr- tr- I mean, everything was a trench compared <laughs> to where I grew up. From the yeah. <laughs> I came to visit. The, I came to visit the hood, and it was just yeah. like they can't. They don't know where I live, so yeah, I, I got to fuck with that. <laughs> but like, talk about that experience. So like, hey, relax in the county, B. I'm, I'm gonna get to my shit in a second. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell all the, 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 the that's the, your ringtone. Nah, I wouldn't do nothing like uh, that. Right. I think I was. That's how I, that's how I can get into it. He probably a rapper and everything. Yeah, he probably. <laughs> I did rap. You know, you know, county niggas love to rap. Dude. Right. He rapped about his cousin <laughs> life. What is his rap name? I'm not gonna get his name. Yeah. John. John. His rap name Fleece. J I D. John Fleece. I was like, John Fleece. John Fleece. I ain't gonna lie. He's my manager. You always gotta have a fleece on. 
Like, Bobby went with us. He's like, he's the first police. Like, throw that on the name. Like, yeah, kill him on it. You had John Fit laid out. It looked cozy. But y'all think that he trying to show more his blackness in now. Hit John Fit. Is it unzipped? It's only halfway. Let me ask you a question. You made a good point. So Warren felt like he was a martyr for his family. You did you have that same pressure, or did you kind of just like, you know, I'm just I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Uh, no, so as far as the pressure didn't build until I was done. Okay. So it's just like with the fraternities, it's not pressure until you're done. done yeah. So the, the pressure didn't build until I was done. I had younger cousins that, that. Now you're the role model. Yeah. I'm the, you set the, standard? the number one male in my family and my immediate family. I'm, I'm the man. Interesting. Like my, uh, my family still have houses in, in North Carolina. They're in my name now. Damn. So okay. you credit? <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, the credit. I'm gone. Crazy. I'm out of here. Yeah. They still make the decisions, credit cards. Course, but, but all right. If, all right. It, if it falls on any, if it falls on somebody, it's, on it's gonna fall on me. And now you are like the, you know, the brains of the family. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. They're like you went to school, nigga. You yeah. gotta figure this shit out. So I had to mature faster because it's kind of like I, I have older cousin. You know, everybody got that older cousin. But my older cousins were. That's me to John. <laughs> My bad, go ahead. Hold on, you don't want to you don't want to subscribe to what he ready to subscribe. Yeah, oh, right, my yeah. <laughs> you want yeah, to? You're not my older cousin. All right, I'm my older cousins. I'll be quiet. Be patient. Yeah, my older cousins, they taught me a lot about life, life. Yeah. but it wasn't a life lot. In the hood that sounds yeah. street life. Or you yeah, just life. Just life. They told me what not to do. Oh, okay. And not it, to get caught. And honestly. They want it better for me. It's always the generation that you want better for them. Because that's that shit. I'm about to say a lot of niggas I ever talked to a street nigga. They like, look, this shit is cool for a minute, yeah. and after a while, this shit ain't you got cool expiration no date, bro. Yeah, and you get yeah. tired of it, and you can't yeah. get out. You stuck. And if you do make it, you you move to Arizona and South Dakota. Oh shit, <laughs> that's a long way from home, yeah. bro. <laughs> but protection. so my um. My older cousins were um, more in, into the streets. Yeah. So it's kind of like, that's all I knew. You know, that they were my role models. You feel mm. me? So it's kind of like when it came to me, I saw both sides of the spectrum. So it's kind of like, I know what I got to do for my younger cousins and things like that. So um, that's when the pressure built as far as I have to show them a good example, things like that. So my younger cousin went to Towson. Um he, he actually lives in North Carolina now. Um, but he was very educated. He was smart. He was very smart. Um, I feel like I could have did a better job. You, you So yeah. you feel like obligated personally? Yeah, I do. Shit. Wow. Yeah. So that's, a lot. Feel, that's a lot. It is. I feel like that probably because I'm the only child, so there's nobody else to be like, oh, well, my brother fucking up too. So uh, it's, it's kind of like, <laughs> nah. I'm going to be the fuck up and I'm going to be the savior. It's like, hey, where I'm going to go with I it. Feel you, feel so you. it's kind of like, I, I feel like I could have did a better job as far as showing them more. Um, even with my young cousin to, the, to this day, I have uh, another cousin that's 16, so he's get, getting ready to graduate high you school. You feel like you're obligated to make sure you show him the way. Yeah, but it's kind of like. generation? College? No, um, mm -hmm. my mother. Okay. But as far as your cousins, you like. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So well, all your yeah, cousins, yeah, you're like, yeah, you like, you look the you only the, one that you're the first generation of father that finished. Yeah, that, that's that that's finished huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, huge. um, I felt like not necessarily as a disappointment, but I felt like I, like I said, I could have did more. But the thing is, growing up in our environments, you're a man. You know what I mean? Like early, yeah, you're a man. So it's going to be like a man is going to make his decisions. You know what I mean? But I should have inserted myself to. Not necessarily make the decisions for them, but to tell them 
the way. You know what I mean? I felt yeah. like just by showing them, uh, you know, and oh, they see me doing this, they gotta do it. It's just right. so, it's kind of like I'm, it's, it's it's just so crazy how you guys saying how much of your family you put on your guys' back. Yeah, that's yeah. And, that's but a this lot. Isn't so just young. you guys' story, right? Like, yeah. you probably, we can probably sit you here probably and name our same friends. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even even in my yeah, family, say, you I'm not the same first shit. generation. I mean, I got I, I got a couple uh, aunts and uncles. That but for your college. mom, like you like you like I had to like, carry this. Shit. Yeah, I'm like for my mom. You know what I'm saying she raised me probably making like thirty five, forty thousand dollars. So it's like. I'm not going if I don't got a plan, and that's why I'm I'm a big advocate of plan, not really college. It's like if you don't got a plan, go to college so you can figure out your plan. That's the easiest. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a safe but haven. We, yeah. we we but but if you really think about what we saying, yo, we putting all this shit on our backs for the it's next generation. So yeah. I really, I, I, but I you like, know what it is, we we seen that. Like my mother told me, like she told me as an adult, she, a couple times she didn't even have the money to provide a Christmas or a birthday for me. Fuck. And she linked on her sister, her uh, cousins, and things like that. But I never saw that. Right. I always saw my mother working. I never seen my mother cry. The mm. only time my mother wow. ever teared up is when I cr- came in the house one time crying because my best friend was murdered. So she saw me cry. She started crying. That's yeah. the only time in life I ever saw Dude, her like man. like down. Like I, n- I never seen my mother in a bad position. Damn. So it's kind of like. I got to keep moving, you know what I mean? Facts, so it's got to, I got to keep elevating. Facts. Before I go to my next point, I was about to say, because y'all touching on a lot of shit, I feel as though a lot of black men don't get, like the shit y'all talking about, a lot of, a lot of black men don't get to experience. Facts. So like, even the sitting in this room, like we're a rarity amongst black men. Yeah. That are sitting here at this point in life, able to kind of, we're living free. Do any of y'all have kids? I just, I'm about to no. have a kid. Oh, congratulations. But he's so about to have a kid. Go. Hold up. But he's about to have a kid. He's married. Oh, yeah, 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 and he's yeah, been yeah, married yeah. for a couple of years. Congratulations. He's you know very saying? different, it's very yeah, different yeah, yeah. than but the kids. The kids, you, the bros, you probably mean yeah. the bros. <laughs> I said bros, but yeah. you're your friends. The friends you know. Yeah, I'm the kid, kid it wasn't an option. It was like. It was 10 years ago when we was 18, 20, 19. And I really believe this. Like right now, we're. Distinguished, like we're nah, it's a rare, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Iron breed, literally you know, early 30s, no kids, I'm, I'm educated. John, I'm right? yeah, relationship, uh, I'm, the I'm the opposite of John, I'm not married at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know you're a nomad, <laughs> but like, like <laughs> we're gonna get into you, but I or, think, or we might, good. Oh, I think, as, as far as a, uh, um, oh, a black male, <laughs> it's like, thank you, thank I'm you. not gonna settle. You should, I've never seen that. Yeah, up, uh, he's a good yeah. producer. I like so, this guy. Yeah, he does, yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to settle because I, I never seen that. You know what I mean? Like I never been complacent. But I seen that in my neighborhood. I seen that in my friends. So I get it. Back home. So it's funny because I always joke. I always joke with uh, Mel Ma and Palm when he was here because I'm the total opposite. So my dad grew up in that. He made it intentionally. I'm. I, we, me and my brothers would never grow up in that. Same. So what happened is he's from Park Heights. He he knows how that is. He he said I will struggle in Baltimore County before I ever live a day in Baltimore City mm. and have y'all on the streets. So your father' perspective is our perspective, exactly. right? Hey, right, right yeah. say, I was, exactly. Yeah, that's right. how we look at it. now. So what right? happened is we were like the same shit. I always tell niggas I'm not from the hood, but I definitely had hood problems. Like we used to live with no lights and shit. We was in yeah. the burbs, but we had no fucking lights in the house, so it didn't matter. Perfect. So like, same shit. Yeah, perfect example. Um, I was uh, roommates with one of my frat brothers. Right, he mm-hmm. grew up. Um, shit. He grew up, you know, a, a higher income with his mother and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time, I think we we was just young and dumb, so our uh, lights got cut off. We had the money. It's just we was just being lazy. Niggas, the lights got cut off. Yeah. Niggas, that's niggas. So he was panicking. 
It's like, oh my God, what was that? I'll call them tomorrow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no nights just mean go to sleep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so let's play some like, music, get some yeah. batteries in that shit. Right, but, go but charge the, your phone in your car. But the yeah. privilege that he had is the privilege that you want to give to your next generation. Exactly. Right, right. But also, I kind of see it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, I love the way I was raised. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I won't change it for nothing. But your kids won't be raised like that because no, I was Yeah, that's why I don't have kids yet. But because I don't want to, I don't want to bring them. That's why a lot of us don't have kids. That's, yeah, a, that's, yeah. a, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we can definitely go. Would you? Yeah. What, would you? What, what's the podcast? What the, you the podcast of like why we tend to sacrifice having kids today because what we learned yesterday. Yeah. Oh, that might facts. be a, that might be a name. I'm gonna charge you. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> yeah. the way we was raised. That's next episode. Money is power. Yeah. 